Welcome back to Two Tarot Nerds. This is a podcast with me, Jolie, and my friend Di, where we sort of talk about tarot, but really just talk about the experience of being human. This week, we talked about rituals, intuition, taking deliberate action, accessing empress energy and femininity and power, and learning how to dream again. So if you want to hear two friends talk about life, tarot, and everything in between, sit back, get a snack, and enjoy. One announcement this week before we head into the episode, Di and I are hosting an autumn equinox party. This is something we've been doing for a while as a way to mark the turning of the seasons, and you're invited. The format will be a little bit like the podcast. We'll talk about what we're all bringing to the table. Di will have some prompts for us to use to pull our cards, and then we'll chat a little bit about what's coming up and how we want to take those lessons into autumn. And yeah, you're invited to come join us and have a chat about tarot and life and pull some cards, set some intentions for autumn season. Paid subscribers to our Substack community get in free or you can buy a one-off ticket. All the details are in the show notes and you can find the link to that in the description of this episode or go to twotarotnerds.substack.com. And lastly, this is your reminder before we get started that there's definitely some adult language in this episode. So if that's something you're concerned about or you have people around you who might not want to hear that, please pop in your headphones and then go ahead and dive in. Shall we start as we always start, which is with what we're bringing to the table. How are you this week, Di? I am good, I think. I feel like we're like slowly but surely moving a little closer to autumn here. I mean, it's, it's noticeable to me because I'm paying attention, but like to somebody from the outside, <laughs> I'm not entirely get it. Yeah. There's no weird stuff starting off this week. Last week I started off with like people at home and then my kiddo was sick. And so, yeah, it feels like this might be something like a normal week. And it feels like I'm like starting to shift some stuff. I'm not sure exactly where that's going yet, but the like last couple of weeks I have felt really just kind of stuck in the mud and today I'm starting to feel like, oh, maybe I can feel myself like I'm not out of it yet, but like, like when you start to feel like, okay, I'm like building up a little momentum, like I might be able to get myself out of it. So yeah, we will see uh, where that goes. I, when I talked to my therapist, we had talked about like me trying to do different things and all. And it's been in the back of my head as a like, I really should do this. I really should do this. But like some part of me was like, no, we're not doing this. (laughs) I don't care if we should or whatever. And then it's kind of like I woke up this morning and I'm like, I could try some different things. So I go for a walk most mornings and today I went the opposite direction <laughs> and it was really weird, but it was kind of cool also. So I'm still in that like, I'm going to figure out what I think about it. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. I love that little reminder that like we can shift up our routines in really little ways and that that shift can have kind of a big impact on how we feel so like I think we get into like these rhythms and ruts in our day-to-day 
And like a lot of those things, there can be like a ritual to it. But I think if they start to become mindless, that just like those little shakeups of like, okay, I'm going to walk in the opposite direction can just, I don't know, like awaken our brains a little bit and kind of start to make us pay attention more and notice more. Um, I think that can be really fun. Like I, I love, I love that for you. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing really good. Still not quite getting into autumn here. Like it's still a little bit warm and sticky. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm now in that space. <laughs> like, uh, I, it's funny to me how much I change from like week to week, but now I'm in the space of like, okay, cooler <laughs> weather. Like I mentally prepared for you. I like said my goodbye to Leo season. I said my goodbye to summer. So like, where are you autumn? I'm, I'm ready. I'm here with like my gingerbread chai lattes and you know, my like apple, um, <laughs> you know, apple spiced cake or whatever. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And like now autumn's like, well, no, actually I'm not quite ready yet. I'm like, oh, fine. So. I know that feeling. I really want to get into all autumn stuff. It's definitely still too warm here. I mean, yeah, it's, we're, we got another month to go probably, but Apple should start to show up soon. And yeah, now you've got me thinking, I'm like, is it time? Like, maybe I need to like swap out the mug I'm using. And I do have some chai. Hmm. <laughs> now I'm like, ooh, I want to like shake up all of the things. <sighs> yeah, that's something we've talked about in like some of the seasonal workshops that we've done. And I mean, and other people have talked about this too, but like, how do you mark the seasons? And like, what is what is your marker for like this transition? And so, you know, I've been going on walks and like seeing the acorns on the oak trees and I'm waiting, they're still green. So I'm like waiting for the acorns to properly become acorns. I don't, do they ripe? I don't know what they do. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, like waiting. So like, that's one mm -hmm. of my markers of like, ah, like autumn's really here, but like, those first kind of cold mornings where I step outside with like a cup of tea and it's cold ish outside and I have a hot cup of tea or mm -hmm. yeah, swapping mugs, swapping flavors of tea. I think those can all be things that regardless of what the weather is doing, we can still mark our, um, mark our transition into autumn in our own ways. Right. Um, so shall we get into our cards this week? Yeah. Uh, what questions did you ask and what cards did you pull? So like you mentioned, I'm sticking with the same kind of underlying idea for this month, which for mine was uh, start, stop, and continue. I did actually write out questions this week because I'm like in this transition and trying to move <laughs> in a new direction. My first question was what energy will help me start down this new path? And then the second one was what's stopping me from embracing that? And then what have I already learned or what I already know that can continue to guide me? And I got some different cards this week. I also pulled from a different deck. Like it wasn't even like I used the Lightseer's deck and then swapped out the cards. I actually drew the cards straight from my This Might Hurt Tarot deck. It's my newest deck and I haven't, I haven't really used it. I've like used it as a reference, like to pull cards out of, to like look at differently but I've not really actively drawn cards from it. And it's an updated 
version of the Rider Waite Smith deck. And so I don't love, well, I should say, I'm not comfortable with all of the imagery in it. And I'm like, huh, maybe I need to just let myself not be comfortable with it because my other deck I've gotten really comfortable with. And it kind of feels like, yeah, maybe I need to shake things up a little bit. So I tried that this week. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I got some different cards. So for my what energy will help me start down a new path, I got three of wands. And we haven't talked a lot about threes. We had three of swords, but I think that's it. And even that has only come up the one time, and I think it was a little while back. But I've recently had both two of wands and four of wands. And so like getting the pieces in the middle is kind of interesting. So this three wands, it has somebody um, sitting. It looks like they're in their office and is like looking out the window. And when I thought about it, I'm like, gosh, it's been ages since I've seen a three of wands in anything. But in my other decks as well, it's kind of that like seeing what's out there. But it, it kind of feels like this feeling that I have today of actually starting to put myself out there a little bit, like not just in two of wands, like considering the options and like trying to decide what path, but actually starting to move in a direction. And I mean, that really does feel like what I need to do. I need to just quit waiting and thinking about it. I need to just do some stuff. Yeah. So three of wands in the next world tarot is given the label foresight, which kind of fits in with that like visioning. It's interesting how two of wands also like has sometimes that imagery of like looking ahead, but in two of wands, you're kind of looking between two things. As we talked about uh, two episodes ago, it came up for you. And there can be that deciding which path you are going to take, the path that's more familiar or the path that's less familiar. And in Three of Wands, to me, you've made that decision, but just because you've made the decision, (laughs) it's not the same as arriving at your destination, right? Like, you don't just like decide, okay, I'm going here. And then you jump to that. I've gotten here. Yeah. You know, we don't live in a world where like... (laughs) immediate transportation is a thing uh so three of wands to me is about like preparing yourself for that journey and also like acknowledging the commitment to the new path of like okay Mm -hmm. i picked the path and i'm going all in all in on this path and that's going to yeah it's gonna be bumpy at times that's gonna but like yeah I don't know. For me, there's just like a a sense of like determination about it, but not like a stubbornness just in a like, okay, I've in two of wands, I had to choose. Now I've chosen and I'm just going to take a moment and like really think about this path forward and get everything ready because I'm about to go on a journey through the rest of the wands and like, okay, I'm getting ready for it. And yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that that, you know, I feel very much like that today. So, it's funny like that. (laughs) So, then, 
the one that I had to stop and go, huh, that's, was not expecting that, is the what's stopping me from embracing it was the high priestess, which last week I got in the start position. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, the high priestess is not done with me. It's like, you, you have not paid enough attention. I was thinking this morning, it's like, you have gotten so many different major arcana. Well, you've gotten a lot and they've been different and I've gotten a few and they like are doubling down or tripling down <laughs> in yeah. some cases where it's like, no, like this is not a one and done sort of thing. Like, no, this is something you really need to pay attention to. And initially I wasn't quite sure what to make of it beyond the, you know, hey, we talked about this last week and you need to start like really listening to what's inside and all and you're not doing that yet but then something struck me as we were talking just about what we were coming to the podcast with and that along with the like three of wands and preparing and all really made me think about the idea of ritual and being intentional about things as opposed to just this like mindless habit and really yeah being deliberate about things instead of just not I mean because not choosing things is still a choice but like really being like no this is it feels like that kind of energy to me like you need to decide and you need to really commit to this and be intentional about it I know we've talked a bunch about high priestess but what else comes up do you think yeah no I was just thinking about that like how we do one thing is how we do everything right and so this idea of like are you building in rituals that help you access your intuition right like are you coming to high priestess with as much energy and determination and like steadfastness as you're coming to the cards that come a little bit easier to you the ones that are about choices and actions and deciding things like cool 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 we're gonna decide things and like that's amazing and you know putting all of your effort into like the actions but like can you bring that same determination to high priestess energy of like listening and yeah I just feel like there's an element here of belief that like maybe what's stopping you because we can't we kind of talked about it last week and again I just want to reiterate whenever you get a card in the stop position you're allowed to interpret that any way you want but kind of the way we've been talking about it when you had queen of wands come up and you were like what's stopping me from accessing this I still wonder like what's stopping you from accessing high priestess energy of like believing in your fucking magic and like, mm -hmm. and so how, how can you, what do you need to do? Like what rituals do you need to give yourself that like help you believe that like you are magical and you can do anything that you want to do? Yeah. And that it, it feels appropriate to me that yeah it's showing up in this 
way. Because I really do, looking back at last week, and even some of the week before, I've been very much in a place of just like being numb, not really paying attention to things. Like everything seems like too much trouble. Like what difference is it going to make? And not, not opening up to, you've mentioned for like, I can't imagine what could be different. And so I like, I can't get there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not even like opening myself up to the possibilities. Yeah. And, and then also like, how do you bring magic in when you can't imagine the possibility? Like, what if we just accept like, okay, I can't (laughs) imagine what's going to come next, but like, I'm going to light a candle and set an intention out into the universe. Like, Hey, I can't see what's coming, but I'm ready and waiting for it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like what? Like, okay. So you can't see what's coming next. Like, that's okay. You, maybe you just have to open yourself up to like next steps coming your way. Um, and so then my, like, what do I already know? Or what have I learned that I can continue with to guide me? Was Page of Swords, which fits right in with that. <laughs> the because it Page of Swords, um, not so much in this deck, but in the Lightseer's deck, it always makes me think about like imagination mm-hmm. and what it really probably the main thing that came to mind, and I'm still thinking about it, is that like embracing the fact that like I love learning new things and that I like don't have to know exactly what I'm gonna like do with that knowledge (laughs) before I can just like it's like you know just be open to stuff Mm. see what happens yeah page of swords always feels to me like a, a messenger of ideas in in some there's like an an airiness like an air signness to Page of Swords for me. And it's like, maybe you have an abundance of ideas, like, already, like you've, you've, it's like, okay, you've, you've done the thinking, like you've got the Page of Swords, like you, or like if Page of Swords is like ultimately having picked the sword that's going to carry them through to King of Swords, like the ideas aren't your problem. It's the high priestess. It's the feeling. It's the trusting. It's, you know, three of wands not being able to envision more for yourself. But, like, Page of Swords says to me, like, the ideas aren't your problem. Like, you you got some ideas in there. It's it's okay. (laughs) See, I struggle with that, though, because I feel like the ideas are my problem, that I don't have good ideas or I don't have enough ideas. But then I'm like, well, how much of that comes from the fact that, like, I just am not trusting the ideas I already have. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can't, you have an idea and you can't see immediately how it's going to become wildly successful. So you're like, oh, it's not a bad idea. Give me the idea that comes with a 20 step roadmap, please. Uh, It feels like this, like, weird tug of war between that and the, like, Seven of Cups, like, waiting for the right cup. It's like, but then cups are about feelings. Versus, like... I wonder if there's, like, connection between how you think you're supposed to feel about the right idea. Or how you think it will look like, feel like, be like, hmm. when the right idea comes into your brain. 
that is interesting to think about. Yeah, I'll have to sit with that for a little bit more. But yeah, overall, I feel like like there's some stuff shifting and yeah, we'll we'll get into it when we talk about going forward this week, but I I can kind of feel myself wanting to do like not do a lot, but like be more deliberate with things like Yeah. So. That feels very three of wands. That that yeah, that um being deliberate with the action. Yeah, and taking the actions that move you forward. I feel like two of wands, again, just like deciding that where I want to go. And then three of wands being like, okay, now I'm going to take the actions and I'm going to check in with my actions that they're actually moving me forward towards this place that I want to go. Um, Rather than sometimes we can want to take actions that bring us, especially if we've chosen like the unfamiliar path, (laughs) we can sometimes like want to take actions that are like, actually pulling us back towards the familiar path and I think it's like nope just I know I know the current's a little bit harder but like we're just gonna keep chugging it this way (laughs) yeah no I've been feeling a lot of that and and I'm it's like all of a sudden like I can see that that's been happening um so yeah so how about you how are your cards this week (laughs) yeah so my cards were actually very pleasant and lovely this week (laughs) I'm like, what's going on, Dad? You sound shocked to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So again, my questions were, what energy is present? What is the roots of that energy? And what what could bloom out of this energy? Or like, where could this energy go? And so for my, what's the energy that's present? I got the Empress, which is another major arcana for my tally. (laughs) And also card three. We'll add it to your collection. Yep. So I have now seen card zero, the fool. I've seen the magician, which is one. I've seen high priestess, which is two. And now I've seen empress, which is three. And so this was an interesting card to pull because so sometimes when we've asked or like when I specifically have asked questions, it has been about like, what, what's. What am I not seeing? Where does my attention need to be? And it it's felt like the cards are calling me to look at something. We we had this theme. This is the frustration for so many episodes where I felt like the cards were asking me to look at something that I was very actively trying not to look at. I don't right. feel that this week. I feel like the cards are helping me name what's present. Like, Getting the Empress this week has felt like, hey, this is a reminder of what the Empress is all about. Um, Empress has been a card that you and I have struggled with in the past. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Empress is, uh, it's astrology. It's connected to Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. Um, Venus loves abundance and making things beautiful and lush and fertile and like, um, we both love the imagery in the spacious tarot, which is a field of wildflowers. And so it can be about like that wildness of nature and the beauty of that. And there's elements of like the divine feminine in there. And just, yeah, there, there's a real like, I don't know, like fertile, powerful energy. And Empress can also be about opening up and receiving 
those are kind of the themes that come to mind for Empress. And sometimes you and I have struggled with those themes. <laughs> and I, so I feel like getting the Empress right now for me is like a learning moment of just like, hey, all of this like really good beautiful lovely like things that are coming into your life this is what empress is about and so something I often talk about or think about with regards to my work is how often I feel like I have to show up and be pleasing and be like so what I do is messy right like the work that I do as a coach it's messy Mm -hmm. work it is sitting in the uncomfortable it is crying it is things get worse before they get better and I can't help that like if you come to coaching and you just want like it to be a straight line upwards towards better it's not like I'm not that coach (laughs) I'm like cool let's unravel let's unpack let's get our hands dirty and like really dig down to the roots of what's here and then we're going to heal the roots and then eventually you will feel better. But I have a like a real hard time talking about that sometimes or like yeah and even with like the empress being a card of feminine energy I have a hard time with that sometimes of like feeling like in order to properly play the role of feminine especially like play the role of you know coach even too it's like it has to be soft it has to be pretty it has to be delicate it has to be aesthetically pleasing it has to be like all of these things and it doesn't at all like that's the thing is is like nope none of that has to be what feminine is like Feminine can still be, like, dark and wild and, like, the witches of the woods. And it can be, you know, all sorts of things that are not, like, we can be wildly angry women and that can still be feminine. And, like, coaching can still be messy and, like, that's still good. Like, just getting rid of, like, this... Instagram filter that I feel like has to cover everything and so yeah I've been thinking about those themes and playing with those themes and it just feels like yeah getting the empress is like what's present it's just like reminder of like hey everything you're embodying right now and like every all of this transition that you're going through and like the need to burn shit down sometimes cool that's all empress energy um So yeah, it doesn't feel like so much of a like, hey, look at this thing, but more like, you want to know what Empress energy is? Like, it's it's this. That makes a lot of sense. And like you said, I've I've also struggled with, I think, more just like society's interpretation of the feminine. But I mean, at its core empress it's it's about being powerful and that that doesn't have to look like 
what people expect it to. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that power to like create. Yeah. That's real Empress energy of like that creation element. But yeah, in that very, to me, like very radical way, right? Like if, if Emperor yeah. is putting all of their, again, going back to spacious tarot imagery, Emperor is like tradition and it's putting all of those poppies in a line. Empress is like, fuck it. I'm putting my wildflowers everywhere yes. <laughs> and they will take over the world. Yes. Um, so yeah. And okay. So really interestingly, the roots for me of Empress, what was, what Empress grew out of was three of cups. So we haven't talked about threes at all. Well, now we have two of them. <laughs> Oh, I love Three of Cups, though. Yeah. Isn't it such a beautiful card to, like, have the Empress grow out of? Um, Three of Cups is given the label Joy. It's uh, astrology is Mercury and Cancer. So Cancer is a sign of water, of emotions, of the moon connected back to um, High Priestess. Uh, so very intuition and Mercury is how we communicate. And it's like how we talk about things. And so to me, Three of Cups is very um, comfortable talking about feelings and emotions and like <laughs> wants and desire, like everything that is connected to connection and um, partnerships and community. Like Three of Cups talks about it. I love in the next world tarot, uh, the, the person is kind of sat with like their palms open facing up and it's like that, like, yeah, being in oneness with like the, she's in the ocean. Uh, this figure is like sat in the ocean. And so it just feels like this real, like, gosh, if in the moon I was sinking, <laughs> In the moon card, we talked about that real, like, falling into the ocean and being still. Three of Cups, they're sat at the bottom of the ocean, palms wide open and being like, cool, I'm in this. I think most of the decks that I have, it's, there's this real feeling of community and also, like, sisterhood. And I, I love the idea of that being the roots of the Empress, of, like, the power that we have, like, when we come together to really like shake things up and like, yeah, I really just, that fits really well. Yeah. That's and awesome. I, and I think that's why it really felt like Empress as the energy present really felt as a like, Hey, look at how everything that you have right now, this is what Empress is because it's come from like to have it come from three of cups. It's just like, Hey, you want to know how to access Empress energy? Like, this is how you did it. You sunk into the bottom of the ocean. You sat there with palms wide open. You, like, yeah, we're in community. You were open to receiving. You were open to getting help and, like, doing things together and being with all of the feelings and being with all the emotions and surrendering to all that. Like, that's what this Empress energy came from. And, like, there, that real power of it like you want to find the power within you like cool here it's here you've got it um so I just felt like <laughs> such a shift from like a few weeks ago but felt really really good about these cards and they just feel like really reassuring and really like 
you know, last week we talked about I got judgment as what was present and it was kind of going through that portal and to come out through the portal into Empress energy, like, okay, like, yes, I'm still (laughs) so here for this story. So what's blooming from this Empress energy, this real power in this community, it's Ace of Pentacles, which is, again, such a beautiful card. Ace of Pentacles is the beginning. It's the seeds. It's the seeds of Pentacles being the work that we do, the like money, the the day to day, the physical, like we're not birthing swords and ideas. We're not birthing cups, which would be like more emotions and more connection, not even birthing wands which would be like for me like creative or action but like planting and blooming pentacles like just feels like really big changes like okay like things things are changing and things are seeds are being planted now from this empress energy that are like going to grow into trees that last like to me it makes me think of like the redwood trees that are like there for hundreds and hundreds of years like they're in ace of pentacles you're like planting that seed that's like cool this is yeah i don't know i don't know how to explain it but just like yeah this is things are growing from this place um and they're just seeds like again with the like patience and waiting and not everything's going to change overnight. And I've been doing a lot as I kind of talked about uh, with Empress of like, what am I doing with my coaching? What am I doing with my business? Like, where's everything going? There's been a lot of like reimagining of like, because I think I've been approaching my business for the past two years. Honestly, the pandemic fucked with my like, what's possible for me. Like the pandemic really kind of destroyed my confidence in myself and in my ability to do business in a way that I think if you were self employed during the pandemic, you probably understand. And if you weren't, maybe it means nothing to you. But it's just like, really fucked with my stability. and <laughs> Just like the foundations of everything. And so I think for the past two years, I've sort of been limiting myself in what I see, I mean, both personally and in business, for the past two years, I have been limiting myself in terms of what I see as possible and really like holding myself back and making myself small and really just kind of focused on, as we all have to do in this fucking capitalistic society, how do I pay my bills? (laughs) How do I survive the day to day? And like, yeah, starting to get to a place where I'm learning how to expand what I believe is possible for myself. So it's kind of, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but just like this reminder of like, if I believed in my ability to like enact change and I don't know, plant some seeds that would last in a lifetime, what would I do? I, I love Ace of Pentacles and yeah, just that it just feels like, possibilities and I I just love this combination of cards and the fact that I bring this up a lot like it's so interesting to see the progression as you were like kind of like 
wrapping things up and starting to move into new things. And now it feels like it's continuing. And, and I also love the fact that we always seem to have similar energy, but like not exactly in the same place. It's like, you're, you're trying, you're looking at like your power. I'm looking at my magic and like, yeah, just all the possibilities. So that brings us to how do we want to take these cards forward? You said you kind of had some thoughts. Yeah, just as we were talking today, I hadn't really thought about it beforehand, but I'm not like, I don't think it needs to be anything big, but it's kind of back to the paying attention isn't quite right. More like, I feel like I need to look at like what I'm doing and just where I'm at and I'll almost like with like fresh eyes like actually like stop don't just do what I've been doing but actually just like pause and really look at what's going on because I do feel like I have gotten into just some very just yeah kind of ruts I've had a lot of feeling like I don't know if it's all the way to powerless, but like I didn't have a lot of agency and that's like, no, wait, <laughs> you know, that's totally normal. We all go through ups and downs and all, but now I'm like, well, no, like I get to decide. So let me actually choose what I'm doing, not just go with whatever's been going on. Yeah, I love that. But like before I can do that, I actually have to like stop and see like where I'm at. Yeah. Take stock. Do an inventory check. Yeah. 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 I think for me, I think I'd like to just keep working with the Empress this week. Um, I might keep this card out kind of front and center and almost just like check in with her every day. And yeah, start. Yeah. I, I don't know. And maybe not start anything. I'm like, it's Mercury retrograde. I'm not, I don't know that I really want to start <laughs> start things. Yeah. But keep keep envisioning, keep dreaming. I've been doing some brainstorming this past week of just like, where do all these puzzle pieces that I have fit and trying to like make sense of it all. And it's still not quite, not quite fitting. Like the pieces, I'm like, okay, I have all of the jigsaw pieces, I think. Um, maybe there is a sense here of like, maybe there are some other jigsaw pieces that I've like not considered. I don't know. But I think just keep playing, just keep playing with like the envisioning yeah, I don't know. Playing with some of the... There feels like a real call out of logic right now and into like, maybe I'll put some more stuff on my altars. Maybe I'll bring in some more, I don't know, like ritual shit um, about <laughs> about dreaming. Dreaming like the next stage of my life. Yeah, as you were talking, well, it reminded me of one thing and then I was thinking about it like, I keep saying the like paying attention and whatnot, but I really wonder, like, do I need to do a little more than that of like, yeah, opening myself up, like making space, like for the magic to show up and get in. And <laughs> we, we haven't talked much about this because I don't like, we've talked about you and your Leo energy and all, but the other thing I was thinking about over the weekend, because we just had a full moon in Pisces, 
and Pisces is my sun sign. And where you're like, I want to be Leo. I'm like, I so don't want to be Pisces. <laughs> like, and again, it's that like opening myself up to that like dreaming and just all of that energy. And so, yeah, it's like, where can I? The image that came to mind, and it seems a little silly, but what I thought of was like when you have like a snow globe. And that you have to shake it up for it to like look all magical. And I'm like, maybe I need to shake things up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how, but yeah, to get out of that, like feeling stuck and numb and whatnot, like, yeah, maybe I need to not just look at things, but actually like in little ways, not ready for big ways, but just like shake things up a tiny bit. <laughs> Yeah, so a couple suggestions, which you don't have to take, but maybe they'll help some of our listeners as well. (laughs) Some things that I've done in the past that have been really helpful. One is I wrote letters from my future self to my present self. So my future, like the way this would kind of play out would be like, you know, I would write like, hey, you, I'm sat here you know, on my balcony with the sun beaming down and I'm drinking my cup of tea. And I was just thinking about how like hard it was where I, when I was where you are now, but like, Hey, I want you to know it gets better. Like our life is so good. So I would like kind of envision what I imagined or wanted for my future self, but like, what would she tell me right now? So I would do those letters and I did them like every day for about a month. And that was really fun to just like, as if you're writing a letter to a friend and you're sharing a snippet of like, hey, here's what I'm doing right now. Like, um, you know, oh, I just got off the call with the best client and like, I love our client work so much. Like, so things like that, right? Not like, just, I don't know. It was just fun. So that has helped me in the past kind of get into that envisioning space. And then the exercise that I did of journaling every day of every sentence started with like, I want right? Like I, you know, this is what I want. I want blah, 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 blah. And sometimes they would be small things like, oh, I just want 10 minutes of peace and quiet. But like, I would write for like <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes and just fill a page of like everything I wanted. And man, did my brain have some tantrums about it, but something shifted in doing that. And so, yeah. The And the third thing that came to mind is like writing a small fairy tale every day about like the life you imagine for yourself but let it be pretend like don't sometimes I think with like affirmations and visioning and future self stuff we can get really tied up in like it has to be practical or doable or like realistic and so kind of this encouragement of like write a fairy tale where you ride on a unicorn every day. Like if we want to talk about like (laughs) wanting what you can't have, like go so far to the extreme where it becomes silly. Cause I think that can be kind of a root in of like, all right, it's just silly funness, like whatever. Um, So those are like three suggestions that came to mind of like how you can maybe access that dreaming part of yourself. If you're, if for anyone who's listening, who, maybe struggles with that too. Okay. 
Okay, so those are our cards for the week and our thoughts on them. As always, pictures of our cards and links to anything mentioned will be in the show notes on Substack. You can find the link to that in the description below. And don't forget, if you subscribe, um, you get access to the database that Di put together of all of the cards. So you can immediately find which cards we talked about in which episodes, and you can hear our thoughts on them. If ever you're wondering what we've said about Ten of Swords, you can easily find that all linked up. You'll also find details about the workshop. I don't know what we're calling it yet that we're doing for the solstice um, or nope for the equinox. And so, yeah, if you want to know more about that and how you can come hang out with us and pull some cards for the equinox, you can find that at our Substack. So the link to that is tarotnerds.substack.com. It's in the description of this episode. You can also leave us a comment over there if you have thoughts, questions, um, you want to share your own experience with any of these cards or things that you're going through in your life. Um, leave us a comment on our post or come over to our Instagram or at two tarot nerds on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave like a star rating or share with a friend. It helps us get in front of new people and really helps us like grow as a podcast. So word of mouth is always appreciated. And yeah. And we'll be back in your ears next week.